Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Did CM Punk just tease a WWE return? WWE and Edge not close on agreeing a new contract. An ex-WWE star teases an appearance at AEW Dynamite Grand Slam this coming week. And WWE are running a major stadium show in Australia next year. Hello and welcome to the Solo Sunday News here. Myself, Andrew Pollard at What Culture Wrestling. I hope you're good. I hope you're well. It's Sunday. I'm caffeinated. So, hey, that's good. It's these early mornings, man. It's killer. Right. Let's get into news. And the first news... It's another weekend, it's another day, really, and it's another CM Punk story. Yes, crazy Phil. Um, now, Punk, of course, left AEW earlier this month, fired Fuckers after his backstage altercation with Jack Perry at All In Wembley Stadium. Uh, of course, that was said to be essentially the tip of the iceberg. There were a few other things that had gone on. Uh, since the part in AEW, there have been plenty of rumors about what will be next for CM Punk in terms of will he look to return to WWE? Would WWE be interested in a Punk return? Or would Punk just kind of just, you know, walk away from wrestling, look at other avenues to take? I mean, Financially, he's very well off, so he doesn't particularly need to work. He doesn't need wrestling, per se, uh, if he hasn't got the uh, the passion for the business. But, Phil being Phil, there's been a few teases that some people could take as, uh, as you know, hinting at a return to WWE. Now, this came on Friday night, Cage Fury Fighting Championship Show, which CM Punk was a guest broadcaster on, a guest commentator. Now, Punk's done uh, commentated on MMA before uh, for CFFC, so it's it's no big surprise to see him turn up there. But this is what well, was his his first public appearance since being fired by AEW or terminated by AEW, which is the language that Tony Khan used, which just sounds so dramatic. I terminated him. Okay, man. Okay, brother. Right. Anyway, uh, Punk and his co-host, John Morgan, made a couple of references to CM Punk. Um, and maybe is, is WWE future, is WWE return, is AEW firing? Now, John Morgan, the co-broadcaster, uh, actually used the term that, that CM Punk was fired with cause. As for Punk himself, he said that he's got some free time on his hands for the next two months. Uh, he also threw out the, uh, the the Cody Rhodes line of, you know, what do you want to talk about? So, yeah, Phil being a bit playful there. As for that line about being free for the next two months, that would indicate that after the next two months, he's not free anymore. His schedule's busy. His schedule's full up. What so happens in two months' time? WWE Survivor Series that just so happens to be running from CM Punk's hometown of Chicago. So make of that what you will. It could be something. It could be nothing. It could be Phil just having some fun um, because, hey, 
who knows with CM Punk. But yes, uh, it's still not known, speaking of that, actually, of whether or not there is a uh, a non-compete clause in, in this uh, in, in Punk's uh, exit from AEW. Because, I mean, traditionally, when somebody gets released, there is that normally a 90-day release clause, uh, so three months, essentially, which would tie into Survivor Series. Uh, but with it being an outright termination, I I don't know, because you don't know the deals of, of AEW, of Tully Khan, of CM Punk. So we'll see. We'll see. That's the, the long way around of saying something without really saying nothing. Um, I'm moving from CM Punk, who may return to WWE at Survivor Series, to somebody else who may be leaving WWE completely, and that would be Edge. Now, of course, Edge, Adam Copeland has been in talks with WWE about whether or not to re-sign with the company or whether or not to essentially to carry on his career or not because Edge's WWE contract expires at the end of this month. So literally, what, two weeks there? That's me checking my uh, my dates. It's the 17th of September today. My mum's birthday tomorrow as well. Happy birthday. She doesn't watch these things, but hey. Um, yes, so it's uh, Edge's contract is up at the end of this month. Um, he's been very public and very open about He's not really sure what's next for him. Uh, he had what would be uh, a perfect send-off in Toronto against Sheamus, his longtime buddy, the man who had a, a key role in Edge returning from that retirement that he was forced into in, what, 2011, was it? Uh, so Edge had the, the big send-off, Toronto, his home crowd against his buddy, a great match, a really good main event match. And if Edge was to call time in his career, that's a really good way to go out because, as mentioned there, this is somebody who had his career taken from him. He, his perfect ending wasn't there his ending was he had to retire because of injuries he was forced to retire in his prime he was forced to sit on the shelf for what nine years um and so it's it's good the positive here is that edge gets to choose how he goes out that's that's the really good part of this story um now wwe are keen to re-sign edge edge isn't sure whether he wants to, to wrestle again whether he wants to look elsewhere whether he wants to re-sign with wwe uh, and Dave Meltzer on the, the recent edition of Wrestling Observer Radio has said that WWE and Edge are not close to agreeing terms on a new contract. Uh, this came up in a conversation about LA Knight's current ongoing contract negotiations with WWE. Uh, and, and Dave Meltzer mentioned that, like, like LA Knight, Drew McIntyre and Edge, they're also not close on deals with uh, a new deal with WWE. So, yeah, it's, it's a strange one for me because... For me, I, I couldn't see Edge wrestling elsewhere. Um... I, I don't I don't know. To me, I don't really see the appeal of it. Uh, but if you're WWE and all of a sudden, if AEW comes sniffing around just for that, you're like, well, let's throw more money then because we want him to stay. But realistically, how much money do you want to throw at him when he is a part-time, not even part-time, he wrestles sporadically, extremely sporadically. He's a great presence to have around. He's still a great talent in the ring. Uh, Edge is, is brilliant. He's an all-timer. A modern day all time great, a WWE Hall of Famer, of course, 11 time world champion. Um, so there's all that to bring with it. But for me, it depends what sort of money's being asked because is there value there for what you'd have to pay to, to keep Edge if he wants to stay with WWE, if he wants to carry on wrestling? I don't know. But at the moment, it looks like uh, there's no, no, well, there's no sign of him re signing just yet. And as mentioned, two weeks from now will be uh, essentially the end of the month. Uh, well, it will be the end of the month. Uh, and that will be when Edge's contract expires. Interestingly, October the 1st, though, is AEW Wrestle Dream. So if Edge's contract did expire, naturally, there was no re-signing with WWE. Technically, he would be free for Wrestle Dream. Just saying. Um, somebody else who uh, who also may be briefly, possibly, who knows, AEW bound, is Matt Cardona. Yes. Uh, while it might be possible that Edge you know, or Adam Copeland or whatever he wants to be, be known as uh, if he did appear in AEW, while it's possible he could appear at Wrestle Dream, his former Edgehead, Matt Cardona, a.k.a. Zack Ryder, of course, when he was the Edgehead, 
Let's tease an appearance on this coming Wednesday's edition of AEW Dynamite, the Grand Slam edition of Dynamite. Now, Friday saw Cardona uh, retain the House of Glory world title against Homicide, uh, but then following that, he was attacked by Mike Santana. It's still getting weird to call him Mike. That, that's what I'm, get, I'm getting used to that. I'm getting used to that. But yes, Santana attacked Matt Cardona. And then after that, Cardona cut a promo where he basically said that this is his world. He is the indie god. Stay out of his world. Um, and then said that he could come to one of Santana's shows on Wednesday uh, and show why he's the true king of New York. So Matt Cardona, a little bit of a tease there. I mean, it could just be a throwaway. It's it's a slow Sunday, should we say, but it could just be a throwaway line. It probably is a throwaway line. But of course, Matt Cardona does have previous with AEW, having a, had a cup of coffee with the promotion in, what was it? Yeah, summer of 2020, shortly after his release from WWE, one of the many many budget cuts driven uh releases of that pandemic uh, era from WWE. so hey who knows matt cardona could appear he could do something with santana i'd be all for that i mean cardona's been absolutely killing it if you've not been keeping up with his stuff um but please please do <laughs> please do um his stuff for gcw uh his stuff for impact it's his impact stuff was brilliant I, I really like the fact that he got the nwa world's title as well the world heavyweight title and then got injured started to vacate it and then <laughs> We ended up where we were with Tyrus having it forever, and it's just like, oh, God, no, no, man. Anyway, that's that's over. Tyrus is no longer the NWA World's Champ uh, EC3 is, which is marginally better. But yes, um, who knows? I mean, this is a Matt Cardona who's been rumoured with a WWE return for literally last year, 18 months or so. His wife, Chelsea Green, of course, uh, made her own return at this year's Royal Rumble to WWE. And he's absolutely killing it right now. So who knows what's next for Matt Cardona? Could it be an appearance for uh, AW Dynamite on Wednesday? We'll have to see. Um, also, a shout out to House of Glory Commissioner, the Solar Monster. Go and check out the sound off. Always entertaining stuff. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? 
a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. A uh, quick final news story. WWE is heading back to Australia next year and in a major way. They're going to be running a major stadium show in Perth, Australia. I'll just get the specifics here. It's the Optus Stadium. Um, now, the show itself, uh, this this news actually came from the West Australian, um, the, the outlet there. It's not actually been announced or confirmed by WWE as of yet, but the outlet has, you know, insider information that uh, WWE is going to be running uh, the Optus Stadium early 2024 before the Australian Football League starts in late March. Uh, the stadium itself holds, on average, for football and cricket matches, over 60,000 people. So that's a lot of people. Uh, and its attendance record was actually earlier this year for an Ed Sheeran concert. He would want to go and watch that. Well, in this case, 73,000 people did. But eh, not for me. Leave me with Shed 7 and Ocean Cuisine. I'm a nice, easy man, please. Uh, but yeah, the last time uh, WWE visited uh, Australia was back in October 2019, where they ran three live events, three non-televised house shows uh, for a Melbourne, Brisbane, Brisbane? <laughs> Melbourne, Brisbane, and Sydney. Yes. Uh, before that, of course, was October 2018 when they did the big Super Showdown pay-per-view from the Melbourne Cricket Ground. That was a show as well. Had 70,000 people in to watch a show headlined by Triple H versus The Undertaker, which was awful, but then set up the uh, the Saudi match of Shawn Michaels out of retirement match against Undertaker and Kane, which was even worse. But yes, uh, the, the most memorable part of that show, of course, for me, at least, and I'm sure for most of you, was Buddy Murphy winning the Cruiserweight title from Cedric Alexander. They had, but Buddy Murphy, what a talent to do. Buddy Matthews as he is now in AEW. Uh, in terms of Australian talent that WWE has on its roster at the moment, you've got the, the Women's World Champion Rhea Ripley, you've got Grayson Wally, you've got Bronson Reed, uh, you've got Indy Hartwell, you've got Emma, and Duke Hudson as well in NXT. So I'd imagine some of those will play a big part on this show. And this this report as well from the West Australian notes that a certain uh, certain high up WWE names are flying out to Perth at the moment, and they well in the next few days, uh, and they'll be used as part of the official announcement. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Rhea Ripley. Uh, that's that seems like an obvious one, a no brainer. Right, let's wrap things up with a couple of questions. I don't know why I'm breaking into song. It's I do actually. It's it's the caffeine. Hector <laughs> Garcia the third gone. So hey Hector. Uh, assuming Cody finishes a story this time at WrestleMania, how often do you think he defends a title and is on TV? I like the old school feel and it feeling special when you don't see the champ every week, but I can't see Cody being on a part-time schedule like Roman. Um, well, hey, who knows? Uh, a certain Dwayne threw a bit, a bit of a spanner in the works on Friday, didn't he, with that? Uh, but no, I, I still think we get uh, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Uh, the, the rock match can can wait another year yeah or i don't know I, I don't know but yeah say let's say we go with this logic that cody indeed finishes his story at wrestlemania 40 and defeats roman reigns uh for the undisputed WWE universal championship or whatever it's called whichever way around those words go uh yeah i for me i think cody Rhodes. yeah i think he would be that workhorse champion i think he'd be very much um in a similar vein to what Seth Rollins is doing with the World Heavyweight title, where it's defended on every pay-per-view, you know, pretty much, um, and also on TV. I think that, that would be it with Cody. Now, I can see a logic that, you know, less is more in some regards, where the the less you see that championship defended, the bigger the moment feels when it is defended. Um, but then the other one is, of course, you don't want to be like Roman Reigns, where you, you're especially coming straight after Roman Reigns, you don't want another champion that is away from the company for literally a month at a time, two months at a time, doesn't defend it for three, four months. It's 
yeah not for me uh, in terms of where you talk about the old school model I mean, it's, it's a very different business to, I guess it depends when you class as old school. I mean, to me, I think of, you know, the business in the, the 70s and 80s, uh, and it, it was a very different business model there. You didn't see the championships defended on TV. You, it, it was it was a very rare thing because that was, the business model at the time was driven towards house show business. So it was a case of, yeah, you might see the champion on, on TV now and again, but if you did, it was to drive you to go and watch them live in your city. I feel like I'm going to break out into a new sort of thing there. Um, so it was, it was a different model there. So the titles weren't defended on TV. Uh, every week or every month or whatever. It was a case of, right, go and see Hulk Hogan defend the world title against Macho King Randy Savage, uh, uh, whatever, wherever. It was all about driving you to go and buy a ticket to watch it live. Um, obviously, now it's very different. Now it is more, uh, the, the, the model is geared towards television and, and the network and Peacock and, you know. So, yeah, long way around there. Cody, yeah, he'll defend the belt often as and when he wins it. Mark Solid's got in touch. Hey, Mark, what a picture. What a picture, as always, on a Sunday. Please send me a picture of your pets. It keeps me, uh, puts a smile on my face on a Sunday morning and a Sunday afternoon and a Sunday night, any anytime. Uh, morning, Andrew. Love <laughs> love the purple and so the stumper. Go Ravens. See me, colorblind. So I don't even really know it's purple. I know it's purple because the rest of the guys have said it's purple. So I'll take everybody's word that it's purple, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, Morning, Andrew. Love the purple and solar stumper. Go Ravens. Thoughts on what War Games matches we will be getting at Survivor Series? One for men and women. And what a picture that is of Thumper. Uh, and I guess go Ravens. Mm. Um, yeah, I have no idea with most US sports, apart from go Chiefs. That's just because a friend of mine is always go Chiefs. Uh, right. As for War Games, I don't know. I don't know if you necessarily have to do a War Games uh, for me. I feel like it. it it's... If the story uh, and the kind of the product at the time necessitates and needs a war games match, great. But I don't want war games just to be because it's Survivor Series. We have to do a war games like how it got with Hell in a Cell, where it's whatever it was, October. It's October, so we need to put these people in Hell in a Cell. No, you you do a Hell in a Cell match, you do a war games match when it's needed, when the story calls for it, when when th there's just that that need to have those people locked in a cage four on four or five on five because there's such bad blood. I mean, you could. You could throw stuff together. I think the likeliest for me would be something with the bloodline if there was going to be a War Games match. Um, but then, I mean, of course, there is JD McDonough now. So if you, you do the you know Priest, uh, Bala, Dom, Dirty Dom, and uh, and JD McDonough, Sami Zayn and, the, and Kevin Owens jump out. I mean, you do have main event Jey Uso now. Uh, you've, there is always Cody. There's 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 lots you can do. Um, I, I mean, Cody is just totally treading water right now. To be honest, it's it's kind of like it's one of the more glaring. Like we're really just waiting for WrestleMania, <laughs> so he's just doing absolutely nothing. I mean, the last pay per view we had a talk show segment. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it was this this past week's Raw where it's like, was he on the show? I mean, he was, but like, he, it's a struggle to remember what he did. Um, I mean, he got attacked by Dom and, and whatnot. But yeah, so I think I think if there's a War Games, that that would be something you could do uh, for the women. I just I don't think there's right now there's no storyline that calls for a women's War Games match. Um, I mean, if, if if there's a story for it, great. But I just think you look at right now, I I just yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's nothing really going on where you uh, you could you could chew on something with damage control just because that there are three of them. Although Dakota Kai is still not cleared, so yeah, I think if you did a women's war games match right now, it would just be the sake for the sake of doing the war games match because hey, it's November. Uh, but of course, that's still two months away, so there are there, there is time to do something. We'll see. Uh, right, one quick last question from Imi. Hey, Imi. Um, come on, in Andrew, do you like heel Danielson or babyface Danielson better? Right. Well, it's Brian Danielson, so I love any sort of Brian Danielson. But if I was to be forced to choose, 
my particular favorite flavor of the American dragon, which is a very strange sentence I didn't expect to be saying uh, today, uh, then I would go with Heel Danielson. I would go with the cocky prick Brian Danielson who knows he's better than you and will show you at every single turn, outmaneuver you, outthink you, outwrestle you, outgrapple you, outstrike you, and will win. And I, I loved it when he had that run in AW where he was just, he was beating people every single week in completely different ways, uh, different pinfalls, different styles of submissions. Uh, I that, that that sort of Brian Danielson, that is my favorite just because he's he's so good man and if this is the final year of brian Danielson as a full-time in-ring performer it's gonna be great it's already started off well, i say started off in september i mean it's, it's already been great so far um and yeah yeah we got zach saber jr on the horizon for him and that's gonna be that's gonna be fun um so yes i'll go with heel brian danielson being just brilliant the best in the business uh, and with that i am going to be scooting off to go and write about aw collision ups and downs which will be on whatculture.com shortly uh simon miller will be here with the ups and downs video for collision tomorrow and i believe murray's back tomorrow with adam wilborn congratulations on, on our third dadly boy as well while i'm here uh right but yeah, I'm off. Have a great day. Whatever you do, and I hope it goes really, really well. Uh, this has been the Soul Sunday News. Myself, Andrew Pollard here at What Culture Wrestling, and I will catch you next weekend. Have a good one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.